1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every
1: morning, Taryn Armstrong toxic Big brother looking at the
3: stuff from yesterday. everyone and good morning welcome to our live feed update for September 18th. I'm your host Aaron Armstrong and I'm here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day 47 in the house and uh, we have a veto that needs to be uh, we need to decide who we're using it on if we're still using it uh we had some some developments in terms of where people are looking and moving for next week uh and and that was, was pretty much what's going on here it's again it's it's very normal all of a sudden um and uh, we're going to keep this nice and uh tight because i'm going to be speaking to izzy uh later this morning so uh it should be an interesting one and with me to talk through it all is mary how are you doing mary
2: i'm doing good yeah you know i I feel like it's been pros and cons with the season so far seeming to trend back toward like a normal season structure. Good for the sleep. Sad for the drama though, because I really liked the, the high energy, like every day is a big explosion. Who knows what could happen next day? That was pretty fun. So I liked it.
3: Mm. We still do. have. I mean, the players are still, I think playing very similarly. It's just that like, uh, you know information spread so much faster with mm-hmm. Izzy there as as like you know Sari would find something out immediately tell Izzy who would then run it to other people and run it back and then discuss should we change the plan because of this whereas now information gets to people and it's like the more normal thing where you know half a day later they'll then talk to their ally about it and then have like an initial conversation about like eh. and then like another half day later uh, it's like should we change? Meh. Um So
2: yeah, and and like I've been trying to put my finger on exactly what it is about this season that has made things so wild. Because I don't know that there's any one given person you could say like if this person wasn't on the season, even Suri, if they weren't on the se- season, would it have been different? I, I really feel like somehow we just got this perfect storm of everyone who is everyone is so uh, intermixed that they just don't mind sharing information and just write. It, it used to be that they would share information with literally everyone within a matter of hours. And now it's like, okay, there's some information that is being passed along, but it's taken a couple days to get to that point.
3: Mm. Well, uh, I'm going to break up the day into like little mini storylines here to help uh, as, as it facilitates the, uh, the update. So, um, Story number one, Cam throughout the day uh, is going to be making some pitches, um, campaigning. He has a particularly awful one with Matt uh, where he is like, hey, where are you leaning with all, with all of this? And Matt's like, uh, I don't know, probably with the house. It's like, oh, then never mind. I didn't ask how the house was leaning. I asked where you were leaning, Matt. Um, and. The rest of the conversation was basically uh, that uh, this awful. Th- these conversations have been awful ever since Cam realized that he doesn't just like have Matt in his back pocket. He's been very like aggro toward Matt. Uh, like you are not as smart as I thought you were if you're not going to listen to what I have to tell you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because. um, You know, the smart thing to do is just blindly follow whatever I say, not to, in Cam's mind, blindly follow what other people are saying. Because Matt, of course, he doesn't have any kind of agency of his own or thoughts of his own.
3: And Matt does not like these conversations. (laughs) He's very frustrated with them. (laughs) Um, Cam is going to continue to make his pitches throughout the day. He talks to Blue. He talks to Suri. He's basically giving this like free agent pitch. Uh, of like, hey, work with me. He talks a lot to Suri about like the red stuff and all that stuff that doesn't matter. He makes another pitch to like Jag, Matt, Jared and Blue all together. And he's like, the five of us could run this game. Hire me. I'll be your party clown for all I care. Uh, You know, we got to take out Corey. He's the smartest guy in this house.
2: Right. Whereas he had previously just told Sari that he that she needed him in the house so that he could be the only one physically strong enough to go against Matt, Jag, Jared and blue. And then immediately pulls Matt, Jag, Jared and blue in a room and is like, you need me to take out Corey uh, fair. I get it. Do what you got to do. But like the finesse is not there in any of these conversations.
3: Yeah. So the, the point of the cam story is that cam's not really doing a whole lot of good for himself. Um, and most people are laughing at his pitches. Uh, however, that does not mean that he is completely dead in the water right now. And the, the free agent pitch in general is something that like it's valuable to an extent and it's valuable to a, a particular extent because Matt talks to Suri. Um, and there's a bit of a story here, Matt, as we know, had been very tight with Suri for a long time prior to, um, her getting kayaked, Um, and then, then stopped telling her all of his information, which was very good for Matt's game. And he has skyrocketed his position since he stopped telling Suri everything. However, now that she is unkyaked and the vote has flipped and uh, and she's back to like playing the game, Matt's starting to talk to Sari some more again. And he really wants to work with her. And he's gonna start, you know, she just has a way of getting information out of him. Uh and She's talking about the path to power competition and she's like, man, we still don't know who was the fourth person who played in that. Do we? That's like, Oh, I I know. Tell me, come on. Tell me. It's like, Oh, um, I mean, I don't know. Come on, Matt. You come on. Tell you got to tell me now. Okay. Well, uh, let me give you a hint. Uh, it's, uh, uh, putting the shades on for like three hours. She's like, what? Pam? No, no. Who likes to nap with their shades on? Like, what do you say? Corey. Corey played in Path to Power. <gasps> oh, I knew it.
2: it. Remind me, did Suri already know that Corey had played?
3: No. Uh, She assumed it, it, though.
2: Okay, because Corey and Suri, I believe they had both lied to each other saying that they had yes. not played. So they both Found out through Matt that the other one has played. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, you know, fair trade.
3: <laughs> um, he also tells uh, Sari that uh, the way he sees it, America and Corey are going to nominate her and Jared next week. Um, and that uh, that they've been talking a lot with Jack to try to get him to do the same. Um
2: Ooh. Why, why are you ratting it out, Matt? Why are you doing this?
3: I mean, I think the America and Corey part of it is mostly fine. I think it's dangerous because it is good for Matt's game if Cam leaves. Uh, and America and Corey are on the block right now. The veto hasn't been used yet, and they might decide they want America and Corey out instead, and that would just trash his position. Um, so you might want to be a little careful. You might want to save this for post veto at the very least. But even then, you're giving them the ammo they need to change their target, which is not good by itself. But there is some merit in keeping them focused on America and Corey, not on you and Jag. Except he named Jag in it. What are you doing?
2: Yeah, the 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 three bits I don't like: don't name Jag, don't do it. The timing, like you mentioned, wait until after the veto's already been used, or possibly even after this boat or something. I don't know. The other part is. If this information does get back to America and Corey, let's pretend America or Corey, either one of them has has the power. At the very minimum, they might stop trusting Matt and telling him information. I I don't know. Like Matt, Matt does have this ability to play the middle if he wants to. But if he's going to do it, he can't keep letting it get back to each side that he's throwing each other under the bus.
3: Yeah, this this to me was the first huge slip up that Matt has had in a while. And it again, I mean, it all stems from Suri. The reason his position got better is because he stopped telling Suri everything. He's starting to tell her more things and his position was fine. He doesn't need to tell Sari this. He's already in the middle. He's already in the perfect spot. Telling her this only opens him up to potential pitfalls. Uh, So I don't know what he's trying to do here, but I don't like it. It's not good for his game, I don't think. I think um, is is
2: there something just sort of meta about like this idea that people have where they really want the like Danielle and Jason or the Malcolm and Denise like they want this like you know mother figure plus young guy like sort of relationship because they feel like oh nobody will see that coming and this will be such a good like you've got the brains I've got the brawn like kind of and that they can't get out of their way of realizing like yeah but maybe i'm not the only one who has this relationship or maybe this truly isn't the best for this scenario it's like how jag keeps wanting to build a really big alliance or you know did for the first month of the game like sometimes you can just get fixated on what your plan is and not be flexible with what's actually happening
3: he just loves 3 can't blame him um, yeah who
2: doesn't yeah
3: Sari tells Jared that she's scared for him because she thinks Corey and America are coming for him. Uh, Jared says, I don't care. Suri says, "What?" but I, I'm just concerned because like, I feel like Jag might be with them and that like, I don't know. I feel like Matt and blue, like, I feel like they might be trying to throw the next HOH because if they know America and Corey are coming for us, then they don't need to win. Um, and uh she's a hundred percent correct in all of this uh and Jared's like yeah yeah but Corey's probably not going to try to win either he's too scared to take that shot so uh I don't I don't think um but Jared I feel like Corey I feel like he's pretending that he's alone right now but I think Mm -hmm. he probably has something with all those people that flipped the vote don't yeah don't you think and Jared's like nah I can't give Corey that much credit I don't think so um
2: okay Corey is the opposite. Corey gives people too much credit and assumes that everyone is thinking the way that he is about every scenario. And then Jared's over here, Jareding and not realizing like a vote flipped and you were out of it. And in order for that vote to flip, probably people made some at the very least deals to make that happen. I I would always assume that everyone is like 10 steps above where they're
3: actually at. And this is the thing. I mean, I think that uh, when it was Suri and Izzy, they would sort of overreact to things and sort of like overestimate their mm-hmm. competition. Um, but uh, Suri with Jared to bounce ideas off of, it's like a black hole. <laughs> like it, this is, so the idea just gets sucked away uh, into the void. <laughs> um, she suggests like, I don't know, what if we, would it make sense at all for you to lock in a deal with cam and try to just like trade off HOHS? like, I don't know. Like if everyone's coming for you, uh, is that, is that a play that we should think about? And Jared's like, nah, I don't think so. Um, which,
2: which for like the one thing I do feel like, while while that could be an idea, I do feel like Jared's I goal of just getting to a position where he's the only one who could win competitions is probably top of mind.
3: I, I agree as well. And so that's what I was arguing last night on the recap. Um, but it is, I think, worth the discussion. Yeah. Well,
2: or at the very least, like at this point, still, you don't 100% know what Jag's going to do. Or maybe you want to consider, you know, thinking about it for a little bit longer. I mean, have that conversation with Cam in case something does flip or change. Yeah. At least you've got that option.
3: Corey and Jared do talk later in the night about the argument. Corey says he doesn't take anything personal. He just does think there's still a path for them. If he wins HOH, he'll prove it by not targeting Jared. Uh, Jared agrees. He says he doesn't take it personal either. He you know, he gets heated, but that doesn't mean that anything bad is happening. You know, It would only be bad if it got physical. Obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, Corey says, uh, it's so funny that you talked about like brother thing between us because the one person that's ever able to get me that heated is my brother um and so they're both trying to you know do the thing where they're like it's fine now right we're not going to keep targeting each other um but you know they they're going to keep targeting each other yeah oh yeah <laughs> another storyline through the day was Felicia and Mimi who oh, are yes. going to continue to talk about not trusting Siri and Jared as they really continue to discuss the events of Thursday um Sari has been putting in a lot more work uh, over the last few days, but in uh, one area that she has dropped the ball on is uh, Felicia and Mimi, um, as there's still very little explanation for them as to what happened there, and as they sort of like, as I've I've talked about before, the Siren song uh, has stopped playing for them, Um, and the further they get away from it, the more they're thinking like, wait, they really really kind of screwed us, didn't they? Um, And Felicia says, you know, I've I've seen how Suri is able to twist information to suit her purposes. She's really good. She is the mastermind of the season. Um, and I was mostly OK with it when she was on my side. But like. I don't know if she's on my side.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like that thing, right? Like if if they'll cheat with you, they'll cheat on you, right? If you've seen them <laughs> talking don't, to don't someone don't else. talk
3: about that with Jared and <laughs>
2: But if you've you've seen them, uh, you know, say things when other people leave the room or twist things or whatever, then you know that they could be doing it about you. And now that you've been left out of something, you start to question probably all the conversations you've had with them both before and since. And yeah, I mean, it's a it's at the very least, it's good for them to be waking up to that knowledge.
3: Yes. So Felicia ends up talking with Corey and getting more details about the whole fight and and everything that happened on the flip. And she learns that the the entire fight, the reason the fight happened was because Jared was mad that they were flipping their votes to keep Felicia. Uh, And she's like, why? I thought he was one of my logged in votes. The fight started because he was mad that I was staying. Yeah. Um, and they start to kind of talk loosely about the four of Corey, America, Mimi and Felicia working together, which um, if if that happened, like that's 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 just straight up the path, I think, for Corey and America. Having lost Cam, which is a huge blow to their game, this is a huge, huge opportunity for them. The four of them are going to get together and talk more about what happened and talk more about working together. Um, and Felicia even lets Corey know, like, Hey, just so you know, I was talking to Jared and he's, he still wants to put you in America up and target you next week. Um, and so, uh, this is, this is very good for all four of them. If they can, uh, if they can make something happen here. And it's also, I think the path for Felicia and Mimi to a degree, I think that, you know, Jared leaving, maybe Corey leaving and all of a sudden having like Sari and America both kind of being able to play off. That would be a good path for them. Uh Good paths all around. So hopefully nobody rats this out.
2: Yeah, uh, I love the part of the conversation where Corey says, yeah, it's a little bit of a hodgepodge group, but um we probably I don't know about naming it right away because alliance names can get leaked and scare people. Um Yeah, Corey, look, even fake alliance names can get leaked and scare people. So maybe just don't don't do too much of that and also are we still at the point where people don't understand that that putting numbers in alliances is also bad right. C- clearly not because there was a lot of that this season
1: more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: So, uh, both, uh, and I just realized I don't even have the graphic. Up. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but both, um... Both Corey and America end up telling. Corey tells Jag a little bit about this. America tells Blue a lot about this conversation. She's like, "Hey, Mimi and and Felicia don't trust ja- Jared and uh, Suri anymore. They were talking about like working with us. It's like, wh-
2: why tell Blue anything? Like, how many times do you have to learn this lesson?
3: It's remarkable. It doesn't."
2: It doesn't- benefit you at all to tell blue anything especially i mean i can i can a little bit see like if in Corey's mind if he's thinking matt and jag is the area i really want to go in but then like mimi and felicia is the backup one which first off also doesn't make any sense because like you you would probably have a better time at the end game with mimi and felicia maybe i don't know if that's up for debate but I can get why Corey is a little bit like, I really trust drag. I want to make sure that if information gets back to him, it comes back from me first, but blue blue th- there's no reason for this zero.
3: I mean, also just in general, like uh, there's just not a lot of reason to have to, for either of them to, to, to tell like you are not working with mastermind 3 anymore, who is going to find out this information. You're working with Jag and blue. Like, it's not going to get back to them unless you tell them. And if you give up all your goods, then you're giving the goods to them. So you're, now you're giving them to Jag and Blue. Like, you're not playing the same game you were before. This is not Sari. Chill.
2: So frustrating.
3: It's just uh, unbelievable. <laughs> and, and the reason why this is particularly bad for Corey in America is that A... Um, it's a path, they're giving this information and very valuable information to uh, Jag and Blue and ultimately Matt, uh, which by itself is bad. Um, But also, in particular, Blue, Jag, and Matt have been talking about throwing the HOH, which is bad for Corey in America. And and this, the, the one thing holding them back is that they've been worried about what Mimi and Felicia will do. And so, when they find this information out about Mimi and uh, Felicia, Blue and Jag are like, this is amazing. Now we can definitely throw the HOH. Uh they they're not they're probably not coming for us. In fact, uh, if they're willing to work with people, why don't we get involved in that? Why don't why don't we talk to Mimi and Felicia? Now all of a sudden you've given your you've given two separate allies the ability to communicate with each other. Um and uh and work with each other before you and like give that like this what what why?
2: And you want some pieces like if it's good for Jag and Blue to think that America and Corey need them and that that they're all America and Corey have that's good. It's not good to tell them, oh yeah, we've got other options also. Like even if they're fake or even if we're telling you about them, like we've got we've got uh, Mimi and Felicia. Don't tell them that. Why are you giving them all your stuff?
3: um so they're super excited blue jag and matt discuss throughout the day multiple conversations the three of them really really trioing it up throughout the day um and they discuss throwing the competition we're throwing we're definitely throwing at this point uh we would love for the throw to be to cory in america but uh as the day progresses it might even get to a point where maybe it's even like a mimi or felicia which you know would still be a mistake in my eyes, but uh, you can judge that for yourself based on the late night conversation. Um, Blue is really pitching for we throw the comp to uh, uh, Corey in America. They nominate Jared and Sari, and then we vote out Sari, right? Uh, and Jag and Matt are like, sure, sure. But privately, they're like, we're a thousand percent voting out Jared. <laughs> like, of course, we're voting out Jared. So Blue is trying to get Suri out. Um, but uh, but but Jag and Matt want Jared out, as does the rest of the house. So like, while I like Blue's plan and I was defending it last night on the recap, I like what she's trying to do. Uh, what I also said is the execution is not exactly there because nobody else really agrees with her that Suri should leave over Jared.
2: I'm trying to think uh, like, I, I think, I don't think blue is well from, from blue's perspective, it obviously benefits her to have surreal leave over Jared. If Jared's not going to put blue up um, Like blue might be the only person in the house right now who doesn't well answer he who don't have to worry about another Jared HOH, at least for a while. Uh, so that, that, that makes sense. But yeah, it's, I think it's a little too obvious also to say that like everyone's already going to assume blue that you're pretty good with jared um so like trying to pitch that it's better for everyone else to go with it's kind of like well it's better for you but it's not better for everyone else you need to think about it from other people's perspective a little bit more um but i don't know i mean blue's growing on me it's just I just want everyone to have more options. And it seems like they keep just sharing all their information so that they end up only having really one, one option
3: left. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cause it's like blue Jag and uh, blue and Jag in particular, like they're in the game now, they're actually playing. They're still making a lot of mistakes, but it's like way better than what was happening before with them. So it's like, you know, uh, like one step at a time, I guess. Um, So, uh, so that's kind of the dynamic there. There's going to be a late night hangout crew. Uh, alcohol is delivered, Uh um, and, uh, we'll get to some of the alcohol related stuff later, but, um, there's a group of Mimi, Jag, America, Corey, Matt, and Bowie, uh, essentially the six votes that were there to save Felicia. Um, and they're hanging out, joking around and Bowie even says, Hey, we should name this group Corey's Alliance, get him in trouble. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's just a good, like bonding session. I I really like that Mimi is like doing this. Like Mm -hmm. we talked about at the beginning of the week, I was saying, I love that Mimi took the opportunity to take Izzy out. I love that she recognizes she can't fully trust, uh, and Jared, but what is she going to do about it? Is she actually going to go out and start bonding with other people and having strategic conversations? And the answer is, Yes, uh, here she is in this group, and she's going to have even more conversations later that we're going to get to very soon. Uh, so uh, I, I, I like seeing this from all of them, even Bowie. Like uh, this is this is good stuff.
2: It's a little bit like when you're playing a game and there's too many pieces on the board, and you're like, oh, I just like I don't have the energy to like talk to everyone. But now that like almost half the house is gone, like okay, great, We could just talk to the people who are left.
3: Yeah. Um, so later that night, Mimi and Jag talk in the bathroom and Jag feels like he can have this conversation with Mimi because of the information that he was given by Corey in America. Uh, and, um, and they talk through the vote situation and they talk about, uh, how they do both trust Corey and America and they talk about working together moving forward. Um, and Felicia joins at one point, she had to go to the bathroom and she asks Jag more about the votes and he explains his perspective. And, After she leaves, he's like, oh, I'm so excited that she's piecing everything together now. Um, And uh, and then, you know, if this conversation goes well for Jag, that's bad for Corey in America. If it goes poorly for Jag, it might be good for Corey in America. Um, And I don't think it went great for Jag. I mean, just based on my perspective. So Jag asks Mimi how she's feeling about the next HOH. Uh, And she's like, yeah, I just don't know. It's not sure yet. Uh, and he's like, well, if there was like a big shot that you wanted to take now that we've know everything about Jared and Suri, I just want you to know I would back you. Um, and she's like, Hmm, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, do you think other people would be willing to take that shot? He's like, Oh man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like, I mean, let's go down the list. I think Corey in America would. Um, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people might. Um, and you know, if, yeah uh, if if there if the two of them if there were two people up there would you have an inclination to like which one that you would want to send out she's like oh yeah that's that's a hard one uh i don't know i'm not sure and he's like we are we're talking about jared and Sari, right and she's like yeah yeah uh, he's like well let's say just to say for like uh, the sake of argument that jared is the target uh i think that you would put him up next to Sari. and he starts talking about the numbers and the votes And Mimi's giving him nothing. Mimi's answering none of his questions. And he keeps filling in all of the blanks.
2: Yeah, I noticed that. I didn't love it. I mean, I think it's Mimi's been like this in a lot of conversations. So that might just be how how she's wanting to play. Like for everything we've said about everyone else, Mimi is the only one who is keeping everything close. Yes is keeping and in sometimes so close that the audience doesn't really know where her true loyalties lie or anything. And that's fine. She's not in a position where she needs to reveal any of that information at the moment. And it really behooves her to have people thinking that she's with them, but also she's got a lot of plausible deniability of like, well, I didn't say anything to you Jag. So if I go a different direction, that's not going to, you know, it's not really going to hurt me because you need me more than I need you in all these cases.
3: Uh so I mean I think ultimately this is a good conversation for both of them in the sense that like Jag is a lot less likely to even win HOH in the first place let alone nominate Mimi as a pawn. um Mimi is less likely to target Jag like she was kind of planning to uh and so um you know in that sense very good conversation uh but it definitely was a little bit like uh all right Jag like uh <laughs> like calm, calm down a little bit here you know you know what I- You don't need to, like, uh, take all of these steps at once. Uh, You know, just focus on the working together. You can talk about targeting Jared next. It's just he's so focused on, like, oh, this is so perfect. If I can get Mimi to target Jared, then I really don't have to win HOH. Um, It's like, okay, just, you know, you've got days, okay? You've got days. Keep talking first. Um, So, interesting developments there. Uh, The final storyline of the day is, what is he going to do with the veto? Jag is holding the veto. He told uh, Corey in America the night before. I'm just gonna let you two decide if Jared doesn't have anything that he cares about. Uh, Jag goes to to Jared. He says like I. He says this is what I told them. If you don't care, then they, I'll let them decide. Jared says I don't. I don't care. Uh, and so um, Jag goes to Corey and he says, Hey, Corey, have you decided anything? And Corey's like, Nope, <laughs> because neither of them are willing to give in. Um, but Corey says, a Little sneaky Corey. He says, uh, she does think that you're already gonna use it on me because of House Guest Choice. Uh, so, you know, I mean, and Jack says, ha, ah, that's the thing. If you, do, if you guys don't decide, I'm, I'm gonna use it on you, Corey, because of House Guest Choice. Uh, and um, he talks to Blue about it. He says the same thing. He says, uh, House Guest Choice, he also feels closer to Corey. And uh, he also didn't like America's argument to him because what America said to him was that she's on the block because of Corey. And Jack's like, that's not true at all. Uh, if anything, Corey's on the block when he wouldn't have been. You always would have been on the block with a Jared HBH. Um, And so uh, this is where Jar- Jag is really leaning toward. Um, and after the alcohol delivery, uh, Jag kind of, uh, as America and Corey are both pitching to him, Jag kind of jokingly says, uh, hey, he holds up a glass of wine. Uh, Whoever is I'm not using the veto on, chug this. And America goes, I volunteer as tribute. And uh, they laugh. And then she starts her pitch again. And he goes, no, no, chug it. She goes, really? He goes, yeah. She grabs it and chugs it with her, like, beer in the other hand. Just chugging it down. And they all laugh. Oh, my God. This is so funny. Wouldn't it be hilarious if this is what cost you $750,000?
2: I mean, it's a funny gif, but, like... (laughs) There is some good wine out there, but I think that it has shown um, $750,000 wine, usually not actually worth it in the long run.
3: You never know. But that is where things seem to be leaning at this point. Uh, Jag plans to use the veto on Corey as of today, and the veto ceremony will be today. Um, so that's, uh, important to know. Corey did talk with Suri and said that, that they would have a chat, uh, today, day 48. Um, so we'll see what comes of that conversation as well. Uh, still theoretically possible to, uh, have something change last minute, but as of right now, it looks like Corey will come off the block and, uh, Cam will go up. Uh, and that's basically the day. Anything else you want to bring up, Mary?
2: a little bit more fun stuff after the booze delivery if you like um, Corey in America I don't know talking about their love life in front of everybody else
3: yeah <laughs> lots, lots of feet talk you know <laughs>
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. When let's see when America said, I'll suck his toes and the hat, the blanket, the toes, the mustache. That all works for me. And then I liked uh, Ceri's face when that was happening. And then Nicole saying, I, I, I reboot all of this. I'm not I'm talking about it.
3: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, well, there you go. Quick update for the day. I'm going to be talking to Izzy very shortly. So uh, keep on the lookout for that conversation should be a good one. Um, You can, of course, find me uh, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong, watching episodes, whether they're early or very, very late at night. Um, And uh, I'll, of course, be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. Uh, Mary, where can people find you?
2: You can find me everywhere at Frail Mary.
3: All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time.